At Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary, we believe theological education should be confessional. Because of our desire to identify with what Christ has done in His Church throughout the centuries, we fully adhere to the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. This standard keeps us accountable and preserves us from novelty. For more information on how you can receive informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, check out our website, cbtseminary.org. Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I am your host, Sam Waldron. I'm one of the pastors of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and the president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. We're considering chapter 14 of the Confession, which deals with the great and crucial subject of saving faith. Paragraph 2 speaks of the acts of saving faith, that is, its various responses to the scriptures. This lengthy paragraph says three things about the responses of saving faith to scripture. Here's what it says about its first act or response. By this faith, a Christian believeth to be true, whatever is revealed in the word for the authority of God himself, and also apprehendeth an excellency therein above all other writings and all things in the world, as it bears forth the glory of Christ and his attributes. The excellency of Christ and his nature and offices, and the power and fullness of the Holy Spirit and the workings and operations. And so is enabled to cast his soul upon the truth thus believed. The basic response of faith to the Word of God is to embrace its excellency. When a person comes to faith, he begins to see a majesty and blessedness in Scripture that he did not see before. Perhaps the light of Scripture's excellency may dawn gradually on him, but it will dawn and it will grow. As a result, he will prize the teaching of Scripture, rest his soul upon it, and build his life on the Scriptures. Here's what it says about the second response of such a soul to Scripture. And also acteth differently upon that which each particular passage thereof containeth. Yielding obedience to the commands, trembling at the threatenings, and embracing the promises of God for this life and that which is to come. The saving faith of which the confession speaks responds to the whole of Scripture. It yields obedience to its commands. It trembles at its threats. It rests on its promises. There is saving faith only where each of these acts is found in the soul. The third and crucial response of saving faith to Scripture is what makes it justifying faith. The confession is going to call, is call these the principal acts of saving faith. Here are the crucial words. But the principal acts of saving faith have immediate relation to Christ, accepting, receiving, and resting upon him alone for justification, sanctification, and eternal life by virtue of the covenant of grace. Faith justifies by receiving and resting on Christ for justification, and indeed salvation as a whole. The question is not, does justifying faith do good works? and transform someone's relation to the Word of God as a whole? Of course it does. The question is rather, why does faith justify? What is faith's justifying quality? Does it justify because it does good works? Does it justify because it transforms the life? 
No and no. The justifying quality of faith has nothing to do with this doing good works. It has only to do with not working, as Paul says in Romans 4, 5, but resting on Jesus Christ.